Holly G with the Golf Insiders. We haven't uh, heard from him in a little while because uh, he was off covering the Olympics in China. But it's great to have Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel back with us today. Hey, Todd. Hey, Holly. How are you? Great. Uh, briefly, how was it over over at the Olympics? <laughs> Uh, it was cold, for sure. Uh, it was, uh, I, I don't think it hit double digits uh, on the mountain. I was covering alpine skiing. Um, so it was definitely cold. Um, but it was it was cool to step out of the golf lane a bit and cover one of the premier sports in the Olympic Games. And uh, one of the more compelling athletes, it turned out to be uh, at the Olympics, and Michaela Schifrin, um, you know, She's kind of the Tiger Woods of, of skiing, and just as when Tiger Woods, if you remember not too long ago, was shooting 75, 76, something like that, it was just as compelling when he was playing poorly as it was when he was playing great. Uh, it was kind of the same way with Michaela Schifrin. She, uh, we were expecting a lot of things. She just didn't quite have it, but hopefully she'll bounce back. But it was a great experience. It was good to have that on her resume. Yeah, and great coverage by NBC. I'm one of those that's an Olympics junkie, and I watched every minute of it at all hours of the of the day and night. So, uh, con- congrats, and great to have you back. Uh, of course, it's uh, it's our premier event here in Orlando, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And uh, before we get to that, just wanted to um, recap last weekend the first leg of the Florida Swing, as we now have the four stretches of the Florida Swing here that began at the Honda and another first-time winner, Sepp Strecka of Austria, lasting out the, the, the chasers in a crazy rainstorm that came up at the end of the Honda. Yeah, it was good. I mean, Sepp's been out here on tour for a while now, and, you know, you, you're wanting to cross that threshold from being a good, solid player to maybe a great player. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a great player now, but he's definitely trending in the positive direction. I, when you can win on a golf course like PGA National, the champion course, I mean, that, I mean, I heard several players tell me here at Bay Hill they can hold a major championship on that course right now. Um, and for him to, you know, grind it out and be able to make the move on the final day, now Daniel Berger helped him, uh, but that does a, a ton for confidence and belief is the most precious commodity when you're trying to make a name for yourself on the world stage. So now Sepp has a pretty good injection of that. I mean, really, uh, at 10 under par, it shows the teeth of that golf course. Right. Uh, PGA National, as well as getting through the bear trap. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those that has those guys uh, a little white-knuckled to get it done. Yeah, there are a couple of three-hole stretches on the PGA Tour that are fun. Uh, you, know, you, you look at the Great Mile at Quail Hollow, they won't be there this year because of the presence coming. You look at the final three holes at the players next week at Sawgrass. I mean, that's cool. You know, 16, the part 5, 17, the Island part 3, and then 18, one of the toughest holes on the on the course. I mean, those, when, you, when you have those moments in the latter part of a round, especially on Sunday, as they do with the bear trap, as they do with those holes that I mentioned um, at Sawgrass, I mean, it's great theater, and we sit back and watch. And glad we're not in that position. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> and we've got a, a similar uh, stretch at uh, Bay Hill when they mm-hmm. come down 16, the par 317, and of course, the infamous 18th right. coming across that water and looking at that big bank in front of the 18th green. So um, the uh, tournament is not losing any speed, Todd, in terms of new corporate sponsors and uh, it's an elevated event, a $12 million purse, a new executive director of the tournament. 
Yeah, I, th- I think this tournament has become obviously one of the more premier events on the PGA Tour schedule right up there, obviously with Jack's tournament at Muirfield Village, the Memorial, uh, and El Tiger has elevated uh, the Genesis at Riviera. Uh, I-, I think, first and foremost, those are great golf courses. Um, and that's going to – that's primarily the reason great players play these events because of the golf course. Yeah, there's the schedule. But if when you add the opportunity to – pay homage to, you know, three of the greats um, in, in the game, and Jack and Mr. Palmer, who unfortunately is not here, and, and Tiger, I mean, they're going to come out. And so it's a, it's a great recipe for for good golf, good golfers, great courses, and, you know, it's, it's wonderful theater. And, and, and if you combine with the players that played last week at the Honda, they play here this week at Bay Hill, which is no pushover as well. I think those are going to be battle tests ready for the players next uh, next week, which is obviously a premier event. Yeah, I was referring to uh, the new uh, vice president, Joy Chipwood, who comes from... Oh, yeah. uh, Daytona International Speedway. He's been here for... He, I mean, he's not new. He was here last year. Yeah, he's injected a lot of... Um, a great juice into this tournament as well, no doubt. He sure has. So um, we had Rory McIlroy in the press room yesterday, a, a former champion, Todd, who, you know, seems to uh, almost be the, the, the statesman stepping in for Arnold in his absence, would you say? It's interesting Um Yeah, I, I think without a doubt he is, when he speaks, his, his words matter. Um Obviously, he has a playing resume, but he has a broader sense of what exact, exactly, I, I guess, a, sim- a beautiful simplicity about him uh, in, in terms of having complex issues happening on the PGA Tour, whether it's in regards to the game, whether it's in regards to the governing bodies of the game, uh, possible New golf leagues. Uh, yeah, he he carries a lot of weight. And his peers know it. I mean, he's on the PGA Tour policy board for a reason because he's been put there. Players have asked him to do so. So, without a doubt, I, in my opinion, right now, I, I think Tiger's voice is number one and Roy is number two as far as the importance level from a player perspective. Yeah, and as he he just handles himself so well and answers you know the the tough questions was well. He speaks the truth. He didn't you know that's the beautiful thing about him. I mean he he's not he's not he, his vocabulary is not full of cliches. He's going to be candid. He's going to be honest. Sometimes it's gotten him in trouble, but I'd rather for him to be honest and maybe slightly controversial, not to the field level, but slightly controversial as opposed to just kind of avoiding the question, dancing around it, and deflecting. So, I, I mean, that's, a, that's what we want from all of our athletes. Rory obviously has that tremendously. Absolutely. So uh, you mentioned Tiger. He won the PIP. We were all waiting to see what, whether it was going to come down to Tiger or Phil. Your thoughts on, on that, the uh, incentive program? Well, I mean... I feel like Tiger could put something on social media of, of him eating cereal, and uh, it would, you know, it would get, it would get some more more hits or looks or clicks or whatever they're called than than ninety nine point nine percent of the players out on the PGA Tour. I mean, it's no surprise. Um, I did think what he said. I, you know, Phil claimed in December that he won, and obviously that's not the case. And then Tiger kind of went over the top and kind of. Had a little fun with Phil, which is a little out of character for Tiger to do that. I thought so uh, as well. Especially now, given the you know circumstances that Phil is under. But look, I I don't know if it's a good program or not. Uh, I 
I think it is. I, I'm leaning towards it is. I wish they would expand it to more, give more money to more players who are out here trying to grow the game as well. Um, but you know, we'll see how we'll see how it pans out. For example, that was a guy named Will Zalatoris, who's one of my new favorites, who was in the press room yesterday. Uh, you gotta like this guy. People may remember he was in the hunt at the Masters, and what a talent! Yeah, he. Again, talent, but, you know, kind of like with Sepp Stryker. He's been out here for a while, and, yes, he's got talent, but, you know, it's it's a difference in contending and winning. So he's still got some work to do, and he knows that. He knows that. It's, you know, you're measured on wins uh, as far as being a great golfer out here on the PGA Tour. So I think once he crosses that threshold, uh, I think that belief that we talked about earlier in our conversation is going to be abundant, and uh, it's going to be a lot easier for him to win more. So, you know, I'm waiting for that moment to happen. Well, we've got some heavy hitters in this field. We've got uh, Matsuyama, uh, the Masters champion. We've got John Rahm, the U.S. Open champion. Rory coming off, uh, what is it, five top tens uh, since he started the season. So who's your pick, Todd, for some? I mean, I think, well, I think Rory is playing for right now. I actually watched him yesterday on the range um, and with a three-wood. And we know how difficult uh, a three-wood is to get up in the air. I mean, he was hitting it 40 stories in the air <laughs> and pounding it. Uh, you know, you need to have a really good high ball flight here at Bay Hill. He seems to be in pretty much uh, pretty much in control of this game. This putter cooperates. If he putts just slightly above average, I think he's going to be very difficult to beat. Last question for you. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, the defending champ, uh, for those that may have forgotten during our COVID fog last year. Uh, any update on, on Bryson? Yeah, Bryson, it's more of his hand than his hip. And from what I've been told in my um, research, uh, my reporting, is that that hand is, is a lot more worse than, it, than he anticipated. And it's, it's recovering very slowly. So, I'm you think we're going to see him at the players? Well, I think he's going to try. I, I don't know how effective he can be. Um, when you have a hand injury like that, obviously in golf, it's very, very critical. And you have to obviously have that trust, considering especially the speed that he swings golf clubs. So I think he'll try. Uh, I, I think it might be a game-time decision come Wednesday or Thursday morning. Well, it's exciting to have the Florida Swing back in yep. full. And, Todd, great to have you back. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thanks, Holly. Good talking to you.